0: 77 WABC. This is Sit and Friends in the Morning. No, I get by with a little help from my friends.
1: We made a promise, we swore, we'd always remember. No retreat, baby, no surrender. Curtis Saliva, my partner in crime the last couple of months, gets great ratings every weekday afternoon from noon to one. Great ratings overnights on the weekend as well. But arguably does his best work with me at this time every weekday morning, and he's on every weekday morning because he's great. But I did uh, play audio earlier from Ronald Reagan. I've made it clear a thousand times on this show, the two best presidents in my lifetime, and if God is good to me, I'll be 57 in April, Ronald Reagan and Donald Trump. Today happens to be the 40-year commemoration. I don't use the word anniversary. 40-year commemoration of the Beirut barrack bombings, where about 300-plus Americans and French soldiers died. And I thought Reagan's response was... A lot better than anything I've heard from Joe Biden, for example, over the last two and a half years. But Curtis, being the history maven that he is, he's a brilliant guy, Curtis. You are, you're going to take a shot at my guy, Ronald Reagan. Right. And remember,
0: I named the Republican clubs I run now, the Ronald Reagan Republican Clubs, in Astoria, North Shore, of Staten Island, and over in Neck. So while neck.
1: you're about to, to bash Reagan, and maybe you have a good reason, is he your favorite president of all time?
0: Yes. Yes, yes, he is. In my lifetime. In my lifetime. But let's get to the, uh, bombing of our barracks in Beirut. Right next to the airport, you had the Marines in one barracks. You had the French down the road in the other barracks. We had invaded Lebanon. There was a civil war. Christians versus Muslims. There was the green light in Beirut. We were going to stop it. We had battleships offshore. They were firing, they were firing, uh, um, the size of Volkswagen bombs yeah. at the enemy. It's true. And the Muslims said, okay. We'll get you. You're siding with the Christians. And they planned this attack, the beginnings of Hezbollah. They took out the two barracks. What was Ronald Reagan's retaliation? Retreat. Is that right? Yep. He Retreat. Brought all the troops out. The French brought all the troops out. Left uh, Lebanon in chaos. That was at a time, remember, Yasser Arafat and the PLO were yeah. hijacking planes and holding hostages. Seems
1: like we've gone full circle. Right back to where full we were. Maybe even worse. In fact, uh, ironically, back then, uh, Lebanon came after us because we were actually starting with Iraq. Boy, things have changed. Oh, yeah, friends, foes. Like (laughs) Muammar Gaddafi. (laughs) One minute
0: he's our friend, then he's our he was Libya. Right. But one thing they have in common, they always hated Jews. Whether they were our friends or foes, they always hated Jews. Now, we did retaliate years later. We had a truck bomb ourselves, put it right in the lap of some sheikh who was the leader of Hezbollah at that time, we didn't get him. We took out 80 of their members, and they actually sent a message to our CIA. that was still in Beirut. They said, uh, we got your letter. We got the message. We got your letter. We got them, which meant we were willing to do the same thing that they were willing to do. But we didn't keep it up. We didn't keep it up. And now, what did I tell you? Today was your final date. The IDF prepares for the invasion of Gaza. Didn't I give you the countdown they should have been invading by today, but they're being held back. So every day they're being held back. By Biden. Of all people, by Biden. Biden. And the rest of the world, let's be right. honest. The no, rest they, of the world does yeah. not want the IDF to go in there and finish the there job. Is
1: also, there is also, in all fairness, it is Biden and the rest of the world. Uh, if you really look at this from a tactical standpoint, let's be honest, this is going to be brutal. There's 300 miles of tunnel. They're only two feet wide with snipers and booby traps, and there's 222 hostages that are Israeli and American that are trying to get out. So when you combine all those issues, it may be that Israelis really need more time to gather more intelligence. You don't buy that. You don't have time. You don't have time. The
0: world is already turning against you. You don't have time. It's like you had Arthur Idella. He's talking about Bay Ridge. Uh, Let me tell you something, Arthur. You who know nothing outside of Bay Ridge... 150 people got arrested Friday night right outside of the offices at WABC because they were targeting their demonstrations at Schumer and at Gillibrand. And let me tell you something. They were not Arabic or Palestinians. They were white kids with kafirs on, some of them with yarmulkes on, self-hating Jews who were screaming, Jews for Hamas, Jews for the Palestinians, Jews for justice. So I don't want to hear this crap. Oh, there were no arrests in Manhattan. These people have organized, they've out-organized the Jews. And when you ask the question, in Bay Ridge, why didn't all the Gavons come out from 3rd Avenue? Because, you know, 5th Avenue is Little Ramallah for the Christian Arabs, and it's Little Palestine for the the Muslim Arabs. They didn't come out because it's Jews. You understand, Sid? They don't see American flags. You have to have American flags at your rallies. An attack on the Jews is an attack on America. You do that. And you're going to have more gavons
1: out there with, uh, that cover your back. Now, I'm not even sure they'll come out anyway. They're worried about Ohio State, Penn State on Saturday. They're worried about the Dolphins and Eagles last night. They got business to do. But, but uh, on a serious note about the the Jews and the American flags and the Gentiles, you and my wife Danielle yes. have been making the point for weeks. Specifically, you that these parades, these parades. I'm sorry, these rallies, the pro-Israel rallies. You'll be lucky to get a hundred people. You'll be lucky. And these Palestinian rallies, they're getting upwards of 5,000, 3,000. Forget about outside this country. Yemen, 30,000. Jordan, 30,000. They are out uh, doing us in a big, big way. And you've made the point, so did Danielle, that the only way to match it is if Jews and caring, heartfelt Gentiles... Work together. Is that a real possibility? Absolutely, absolutely. I'll work with you on putting together a
0: rally. I think we, we conflate it with the election of Ari Kagan over Justin Brannon. Justin Brannon, Arthur Idella's friend, might as well put a kafia on and a shmata on his head. Did you hear his <laughs> weak response? Well, you know, no, he I, got read, I read the Facebook page. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. Come on. Come on. Whose side are you on, right? You couldn't tell. He certainly seemed sympathetic towards the Palestinians as well. And I keep saying, folks, this is not the time for that. Israel did not go into Palestine, which doesn't exist, you morons, and start killing people, innocent people Sit. on a holiday morning. Sit. One side did the murders here, folks. They don't deserve our Sit. sympathy right now. Who are they voting for? They're voting for Democrats. Justin Brannan. Yes, Justin of course. Brennan, who's
0: been their friend. So not Ari Kagan. So that's why we're going to work to get Ari Kagan elected. We'll have a rally. I'll discuss that with you off this. But look at how you have traitors amongst you. Look at that Mike Lawler that you mentioned he takes a selfie with Jamal Bowman, who hates Israel, hates Jews. There have been 28 machas out there in Scarsdale. They went to Rye. I don't think there's a Jew in all of Rye Westchester. They're all watch. <laughs> they go to George Latimer's house, right? He's the county. He said, please, primary Bowman. He hates Israel. He hates Jews. And who's sitting there taking a selfie with a big smile on his face? Mike Lawler. Well, I suspended him this morning. What else do you want me to do? No, no, no. But I meant, you see, that's why I say don't trust any politicians. And I know what these cops are going to tell you coming on. Oh, these were all outside agitators. Let me tell you something. You know I have guardian angels in Bay Ridge. I have some Arabic guardian angels right on Fifth Avenue. Intel is not listening to phone calls, satellites, and these freaking drones of your friend, Eric Adams. Boots on the ground. They amassed on Fifth Avenue, they were told to disperse at 72nd and Fifth because they wanted to go over to the offices of Nicole Maliatakis on Third Avenue. Is that right? Yeah. M- Nicole is smart. She's on Third Avenue, not Fifth right, Avenue. Right. She's
1: by the mob guys. So they actually targeted her office?
0: They were going to go over there, and that's when the cops said, no, no, you got to disperse, and that's when it got really rowdy. And they're going to say they're all outside agitators. Let me tell you something. That is the largest Arabic-speaking population in New York City. It's been that way before World War One. Got to know your history. It's the Syrians are all over Atlantic Avenue, and it comes right on down to Fifth Avenue. All they had to do was come out of their house, put their kefirs on, and then demonstrate in yeah, the I, streets. I
1: feel like not just Bay Ridge, but not far away. Uh, when I take the Gowanus, for example, in the morning on the way to the bridge or the tunnel, I feel like that's a heavily populated. Yeah, and they call it pally boys and pally girls. Right. So, yes. so, so it is. So, you're saying. That you're pretty sure and I always agree I with know you. It. You know for a fact those five thousand people, some city officials told me they came from the oh, city. Yeah, they're always outside agitated. Right. They're right. from there. They're from there.
0: Absolutely. They don't have to they could just come right out of their house. They're all there along Fifth Avenue. They've been there before World War One. It's a huge Arabic speaking population. Now doesn't it mean that the majority were in favor? No, but if you notice, there were young people.
1: The sons and daughters, the grandchildren were out there because now it's cool, it's hip. Yeah, yeah, and by the way, they were throwing bottles and they were throwing uh, firecrackers and fireworks at the cops. They were screaming, eradicate Israel. They were chanting that disgusting chant. Anybody who chants from the river to the sea should be put in prison right away. Eric yeah. Adams, if you're listening, you hear yeah, yeah. anybody well, say, that's a Hamas chant. Yeah, well, that's a Hamas well, chant. What are
0: they going to give uh, all the Jews here Chance to uh, seek asylum seeker status in Boca Raton first before they wipe them out, <laughs> uh, they'll kill them and hey, push them in the
1: sea. I'm actually thinking about going back. I, I swear know, but to I, God. I, well, we got too much work here. Okay, you're, no, fine. you're not
0: cutting and running. I'm sorry. And, and let me just make mention is every day that Israel delays is another day that the world sides against Israel. There are marches out there. They're better organized. Where are the young people? The last rally, I had to listen to Chuck Schumer for 15 minutes. Do you think any young people want to stand around in Times Square listening to that schmuck, that putz, that pisher, that <laughs> schmenchik? Oh, my God. It's like listening to your grandfather that you want to put in a closet.
1: And it's, it's ironic to me that the rally Friday night takes place, as you said, right outside the studios, with directly across the street from Chuck Schumer's offices, When to be honest... I never felt in my life that Chuck Schumer gave a rat's ass about the Jewish people or Israel. He happens to be Jewish, but to me, he's Jewish like Bernie Sanders and Ron
0: Kobe. And, and, and by the way, it was pouring rain. Remember I sent you the video? I was right in the middle. of wah, sleep, wah, Get the hell out of here. I said, Who's? in the meantime, the cops he's like... It's like, I don't don't know what it is. Ever since your, your friend, Eric Adams, signed that agreement that the cops have to keep their hands off of demonstrators when he gave money to Black Lives Matter and Antifa, I'm saying, I'm looking at the cops. What are you guys doing? Well, we're not permitted to touch them. It's like cops, when they come across demonstrators now, it's like Superman with kryptonite. I said, come on, man, push them back, push them back. It's pouring rain, right? I'm talking trash to them. And the cops are like, well, we can't do anything. You know, Eric Adams signed that consent decree order that doesn't allow us to put our hands on any demonstrators. And God forbid, I'll be walking the beaten Coney Island right there on the boardwalk at 3 in the morning for the 60th precinct you got to have human intel on the ground. Knock off this nonsense with robots and drones and listening to conversations because they're lying on the phone purposely. Get your boots on the ground. Those 5,000 that you saw advocating the end of Israel, the extinction of Israel, Jews for Hamas! We're right from that area. And then Arthur I tell you, oh, my boys from Borough Park and Black Hatch and Black Lunch. Well, where were they? Borough Park is 13th Avenue. My geography says that was 5th Avenue. Oh, it was Chavez. Oh, you know. Hey, no, 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 no. It was already dark. It was already dark when they decided not to listen to the cops to disperse. They wanted to march over to Nicole Maliotakis' office on 3rd Avenue and bum rush it, even though nobody was there. So NYPD and the rest of you, time to get your boots on the ground. Time to get tough. No surrender. No retreat, Eric Adams and Arthur Gallia and the rest of you are pieces.